0: Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 283, for Saturday, July 4th, 2015. This is the BGG Top 10 edition, a quarterly look at the top 10 games on Board Game Geek as determined by ratings by users of BGG. Here on this list we will look at the ratings that games have the BGG rating, which doesn't look at the actual average rating of a game, but rolls in some dummy votes so that games who have fewer votes don't get raised up too high in the rankings. That average is spit out in a three decimal place or three digits after the decimal point form, but I also refer to the old-fashioned two-digit form for shorthand at times and hope that it doesn't confuse everybody. We have our first new entry into the top 10 since July of 2014, when Caverna entered. We'll see what that new entry is in just a moment, but of course one game has to leave. And it is, after spending three quarters at number 10, sliding back one spot to number 11, Power Grid, by Freedom and Freeze, published by Rio Grande Games. Power Grid has been on this list for 34 quarters. In other words, all the way back to the beginning of the list. It was one of the original 10 that was on the list in January of 2007. It was number 4. It peaked at number 2 in October 2007 and stayed there for a year. Later, it set the mark for the longest time in one position when it spent 10 quarters at number 5 from April 2010 through July of 2012. Its peak rating was 8.18 in October of 2008, actually the quarter after it fell out of number two and began its long, very long, very slow decline. In fact, over the first couple of years, PowerGrade was one of the few games within the top ten that actually made significant gains in its rating. If it had that peak rating today of 8.18, it would be number two. Now, even though it has fallen out, that we do have uh one game in particular that is sliding away and up until this month or this quarter it was losing ground to power grid so it is possible that we could see a reemergence of power grid sometime in the next uh 6 months or so we'll find out but let's take a look at our new entry at number 10 after spending 3 quarters at number 11 and before that it was at number 12 So a very slow burn for this 2011 release. The Castles of Burgundy by Stefan Felt, published by Alia and Ravensburger, with a rating of 7.94, or in the precise rating, 7.937, a gain of 8 points. So in a virtual tie with our number 9 game there for the second quarter, Eclipse, by Tuco Tacocalio, published by Asmodee. Uh, also 7.94 is its rating, down a point from last quarter. But looking in at the precise rating, we see it as 7.939. Castles of Burgundy was 7.937. And that's a six-point drop in this three-digit measure for Eclipse, and a 14-point swing for those two games, so it's almost guaranteed that Castles of Burgundy, after just nabbing number 10, will go right on ahead and grab number 9 next quarter. That six-point drop in the three-digit measure is the smallest decline yet for Eclipse, though. At number 8 for the second quarter, Mage Knight Board Game, by Vlada Kovadl, published by WizKids at 796. That's another gain of a point, or in the precise, it is 7.959, an 8-point gain, which is its largest gain there in the 3-digit precise rating since July of 2014. And after being just 6 points of 3-digit separated from Eclipse last time, now that has ballooned to 20. At number 7 for the third quarter in a row, Android Netrunner. By Richard Garfield and Lucas Litzinger, published by Fantasy Flight Games, at 8.00, another two-point loss. This is the largest decline in the top ten. At number six for the second quarter in a row, Agricola, by Uwe Rosenberg, published by Z-Man Games, at 8.05, down a point. And at number five for the fourth quarter in a row, Puerto Rico by Andreas Farth, published by Rio Grande Games, also at 8.05, and that's a one-point loss. Now, they are virtually tied, so we have to look into the precise rating to see how far apart they are. And it turns out that Puerto Rico is at 8.052, Agricola 8.048, and there is a delta, a difference of change in three points. They were one point apart this time, now they're four points apart, And that four-point gap is the largest lead Puerto Rico has had on Agricola since July of 2011. Now, of course, most of that time it has been behind Agricola. Just last quarter was the first time it had taken the lead since October of 2011. But here it is with a four-point gap, and we will see if it can continue to grow. Sliding one spot to number four, Caverna, the cave farmers by Uwe Rosenberg, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.07, that is down a point. It's a sudden turnaround for a game that had been rocketing up the top ten. Last time it jumped from number six all the way up to number three, and now there's been some backlash, it would appear, as it slides back a point. Retaking the spot at number three, climbing back up one, is Through the Ages, a story of civilization, by Vlada Kavadl, published by Eagle Games, also with a rating of 8.07. The In the precise rating, where we can see the real story here, Through the Ages is 8.067, and Caverna is 8.066. So you can't get too much closer than that. That's a 12-point loss in the precise for Caverna, only a 4-point loss for Through the Ages, which is its smallest loss. Since April of 2013. So those four games, through the ages, Caverna, Puerto Rico, Agricola, are all pretty close. I mean, they are all spanning a gap of 19 points of precise rating, which is less than the gap between Mage Knight and Eclipse down at number eight and number nine. And out there in the desert by itself is Netrunner, bridging, long bridging the gap between those two groups. Continuing its ascent at number two for the third quarter in a row is Terra Mystica by Jens Drogemuller and Helge Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.14, which is another two-point gain, or in the precise, an 18-point gain to 8.135, which is its largest gain there since April of 2014, when it was only in its third time on the list. So, not only is Terra Mystica continuing to rise when so many other games, Eclipse and Netrunner, and now maybe even Caverna, plateau, but it is accelerating its rise upward. Does that mean that Terra Mystica has a shot at number one? No. The average rating for Terra Mystica is currently 8.29. There's no way that it can have a lower average rating than Twilight Struggle, which has a rating of 8.34, and still take the top spot. Unless it has way, way, way more voters. And yes, that number one game, there for the 19th quarter in a row, is Twilight Struggle, by Ananda Gupta and Jason Matthews, published by GMT Games with a rating of 8.22. That in the precise... Is a loss of 1 point, 8.221, but that 8.22 is where it's been for a year and a half, which is unbelievable, unbelievable stability for a number one game. Worth noting, the gap between Twilight Struggle and Terra Mystica, 8 points, 8.22 to 8.14, is larger than the gap between Terra Mystica and Through the Ages, 8.14 to 8.07. And, yeah. I've gone on about it before. Twilight Struggle has a really big lead for the top and will be number one for the foreseeable future. For Saturday, July 4th, 2015.